Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast 2023 Baseball Preview. Yes, this is not a regular show. This episode will actually be released for you guys on Saturday morning in time for the spring training games to start. Yes, I know pitchers and catchers have reported for the last week. Pitchers and catchers did last week. The players are coming in now. In fact, they're all prepping right now as I speak. In fact, if I went on my Instagram feed right now and went to the Yankee page, you'd see that for all these Instagram pages for all these teams. So yes, I know spring training is almost spring training is almost there. And in fact, what is today right now as I record this? Today is the 21st of February, which means we have 30 seven days. So we have another month and a half until actual games get going. Now, yes, we have the World Baseball Classic at the beginning of March, so go Team USA. But what this episode actually will be is the normal baseball preview show. Gonna give you guys win totals, gonna give you guys my thoughts on the rules, and who I think will be in the playoffs as of right now, February 21st as I record this. Again, this episode will get released on Saturday morning. So, forgive me if I'm saying today as in actually is today when this is going to be pre-recorded. So, just giving you guys, if you're watching on Rumble or even listening on the audio platforms, listener discretion not really needed, but keep this in mind This is a pre-recorded episode. So, what is this episode going to be? Simple. Let's start with the win totals and the playoff projections. For Actually, you know what? Scrap the first part. We're going to flip this around. We're going to start with the rule changes and the off-seat. We're going to start with the rule changes first. Now, you know, we're going to start with the big one and the one that I think is going to have the absolute impact, and that's the pitch clock. The rule for the pitch clock is simple. Without a runner on base, the pitcher has 15 seconds to get the ball. The the pitcher has 15 seconds to throw the ball. With the runner on base, it's 20 seconds. So it's 5 seconds extra. Only 2 shakeoffs and at bat for the pitcher. Now as far as that goes, and for those that are listening to this who are trying to learn the game, shakeoff is when they go... When they shake their head, kind of like a kid with a seizure. But you're shaking your head and saying no. Well, you only got two of those in an at-bat. Now, will this speed up the game? It's proven that it has. They tried it in the minor leagues, and it's cut down the game by, what, 25 minutes at the most? Will this make baseball better? Mm, It's going to be a huge adjustment. Watch for the runs per game. I think, what, the last three years, it's been three runs at most. On average, the home run ball has slid down a couple. You know, it went down last year with the new ball and everything. Expect the home run numbers to get even less. And expect the the strikeouts to be really, really high. Because I think the hitters are going to have a really hard time adjusting to it, more so than the pitchers. Look, it's a lot easier for a pitcher to adjust to a pitch clock. And hear me out, and here's why. Because a pitcher, all you have to do is catch it. And now with the pitch comm, actually, 
Now, a lot of a lot of pitchers had trouble with it in the first place, and once we get to the playoffs, a lot of teams scrapped it entirely because these stadiums were so packed and so sold out that a lot of the pitchers couldn't hear the pitch comm. But during the regular season, however, I think with the pitch comm added in now, maybe players are getting used to it. Maybe some are getting used to the idea of having a microphone in there telling them when to throw the ball. Okay, that might speed up the learning curve a little bit. But for the hitter, a lot of them like to... You know, like to do what Big Poppy used to do when he played. Where you'd stand around, you look around, you mess with your gloves, you pat the bat on your legs. Those hitters are going to have the worst time with this pitch clock. And that's why I'm saying most of these players, most of them, are probably going to have three to 400 strikeouts by the end of the season. Watch. Watch. You're going to probably have, if not half the league, maybe a good solid majority of the league and the hitters have about four, three to 400 strikeouts at the end of the year. Maybe even if you're 600, if you're those home run heavy guys like Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Bryce Harper, and Kyle Schwarber. But in the end, the pitch clock... It's going to be something to get used to. Will it make baseball better? That still has yet to remain. That still remains to be seen. The bigger bases, I don't really care. I don't think that's going to I don't think it's going to improve base stealing. I don't think it's going to improve the strategy of it. But, you know, maybe I could be proven wrong there. And then the pickoff attempts where you only have two pickoffs. If you get a third, it's now considered a balk. Okay. That, that's something. You know, you want to speed up the game. Get rid of the pickoff attempt. You know, where the pitcher throws to the first baseman just to check on the runner. That I'm okay with because that really is kind of a delay of game. So, as... Those are the small little rules changes I'm all for. Hold on, let me uh, let me get a little bit of a drink here before I start the show. Or not start the show, but start with the majority of the show and why a lot of you tune in for these preview shows. Let's start with the win totals for each team in the divisions. Let's start with the division of the World Series champion, Houston Astros. Actually, I can go by region here. We'll start with the West Divisions. We'll do the American League first. In fact, if I look at the whole scope of Major League Baseball, there's going to at least be three teams with 100 wins. There's at least going to be three. You're going to have the Astros, the Dodgers, and believe it or not, I know some outlets only have the Yankees at 99 wins again, but I do believe the Yankees will be the other team with 100 wins. As far as the AL West, I do believe the Astros are going to win. Give them 103 wins. I think they had 103 last year, if I'm not mistaken. They had 103 last year. I think they'll do that again. Seattle... 
probably the second best team in that division. They're going to have at least 92. Maybe they'll be the fourth. Maybe this time they'll actually get to host a playoff series this time. So I think they'll be the four seed. And then the other three, the Rangers with DeGrom. That's nice. DeGrom got his money. But I just don't see... I don't see the Rangers improving. I don't see the A's improving. And the Angels of the Angels with the big cloud of Otani hanging around. And I'm going to finish up the win totals for the Angels last here when I get to the AL, when I finish up the AL West. But as far as the Rangers go, expect them maybe to have 60 wins, maybe. And that's with DeGrom there. So maybe. I'm going to go 60 wins for the Rangers at the season. And then for the A's, they're going to do at least 10 better, do 70 wins. Maybe the A's will compete for that third playoff for that sixth seed in the American League. But 70 wins might not get you in there. Although, you know, if you look at the Phillies, they snuck in with under 70. So it is possible to get in there. So for the A's, they're going to have 70 wins. Rangers are going to have 60. The Astros are the team of that division. They're going to have 103. And Seattle's going to have at least 85 to 90 wins. Probably be the four seed for the American League playoffs come October. That's how I see the AL West taken out. Angel fans, I'm going to say this kindly before I get to the NL West. Please start winning. Okay, I'm I know I'm a Yankee fan. I promote the Yankees a lot on this show. But lit but doing this show in Southern California, I gotta cover the Angels a little bit too. You know the ghost of the Angels here. It's Shohei Otani. Yes, you signed his arbitration deal. He's now gonna make 15 million for this year. And his agent has come out to say he has the right to go test his free agency. Well, duh, every player does. If you're on that last year of your deal, whether you're traded in August, which I do believe, because the Angels are probably, if they have everybody healthy, if they have Rendon healthy, if they have Trout healthy, they have Otani healthy, you get something out of that pitching staff. You get something out of Ranger Suarez. You get something out of Dylan Bundy. Something out of that pitching staff for the Angels. You might, might compete for a wild card spot. In fact, you know what? Since we're thinking, since I think positively when it comes to the preview shows, let's just say, for hypothetical sake, because this is February and a lot of this won't be decided until October, so we got eight months, so I'm going to play around here. Let's just say the Angels do overtake, at least are the third best team in the AL West. And they are the five seed. I'm going to play around with this, okay? I'm, I'm not doing this to troll people. I literally think if you have everybody healthy, you got five. You will and should be the five seed for the American League West. Or for the American League playoff picture. You'll be the five seed. 
that's pretty much it. You'll be the five seed. So I'm going to go with that right now. I'm going to say if Seattle has, let's put it fair, let's say 89 wins, so under 90, the Angels will probably have 84 wins. If everybody's healthy, 84 wins, that'll get you into the playoffs. As of five, you'll be playing Seattle in Safeco. And we know how Mike Trout plays at Safeco Field. He's got one a very great batting average there. Dang near hits 300 at Safeco Field, which is now T-Mobile Park. I apologize. But you know what? I'm going to be positive with this one. I'm going to go... Astros at 103, Seattle at 89, Angels at 84, the A's at 70, and the Rangers at 60 wins. For the NL West, yes, I told you I'm going by regions here. For the NL West, it's the Dodgers' division to lose. I know, you got no Cody Bellinger, you have Noah Syndergaard now. That's fine. However, it's down to you. Or not down to you, but if Walker Bueller stays healthy, you have Bueller, Urias. You have no Trey Turner now. He's in Philly. So maybe, maybe the Dodgers end up with 100 wins on the dot, maybe 162. The Padres... On that border of 100 wins, I almost had them as that fourth team. They're going to end up with 99 wins. So it's going to come down to the Padres and the Dodgers again in the NL West. This time, I think it'll be a lot closer. The Dodgers will still win the division maybe by a game. But I'm going to go 100 wins for the Dodgers. 99 wins for the Padres. 80 wins for the Giants, 75 for the Rockies, and 52 wins for the D-backs. I think the D-backs will be the worst team in the NL West. But this, the NL West, until somebody proves me wrong, it's the Dodgers' division to lose. So 100 wins for the, again, 100 wins for the Dodgers, 99 for the Padres, 75 for the Giants, uh, yeah, 75 for the Giants, 68 for the Rockies, and 52 for the D-backs. So that's your, NL, that's your whole Western division. And I think the only one of that division that could end up fighting for a wild card spot will be the Giants. I believe so. The Padres will have 99. They're going to lose that division, be the four seed. So they're going to get in. So right now, Dodgers 1, Padres 4. See? Dodgers 1, Padres 4. And you still have two spots yet to be decided here. In the Central Divisions, this is why I'm doing you guys next. Because it, it, it's literally going to be the same old story again. In the NL Central, it's the Cardinals and Brewers again. The Cardinals won the division last year, lost to Philly in two games at home. In fact, they had the lead in game one of the wild card round, but they blew that. But I do believe the Cardinals will be just good enough. They have the reigning MVP in Paul Goldschmidt. They will win the NL Central. 
they will have 95 wins. The Brewers will have 91. That'll probably be the second closest division race of the entire year. 95 for the Cardinals, 91 for the Brewers, 88 for the Cubs, despite all the rebuilding, 72 for the Reds, and the Pirates are the Pirates. They're going to have 60 wins and be a seller by July. So that means the Cardinals will get in the playoffs. I do believe they're going to be the three seed again, like they were a year ago. They'll have to play a wild card series again. They're going to host that again. And as of now, because in the NL side of things, I have the Dodgers as the one, the Padres as the four. Still don't know quite about the five and the six, and the Cardinals are the three. I don't think any of the NL Central teams will have a shot at competing for a wild card spot. And then on the American League side, again, it'll be a three-team race with between the Twins, the Indians, or I'm sorry, the Guardians, sorry, the Twins, the Guardians, and the White Sox. And I do believe Cleveland will have the pitching depth. They always have. They were the youngest roster last year heading into the postseason. They pretty much have stayed intact, maybe got some veteran depth to go with it. But I do believe the Guardians will win the AL Central again. They're going to win that division with about 84 wins. Again, speaking positive here, the Guardians will win that division with 84 wins. Uh, the, the Guardians will have 80. Actually, they'll have 79, which is, what, five games? So it'll be a five-game win for the Twins heading into it. 84 for the Guardians, 79 for the Twins, 72 for the White Sox. I think they're going to slowly start regressing. So 72 for the White Sox. It'll be close all the way up, maybe until the trade deadline, and then Cleveland's going to pull away late. So 84, 79, 72, and then the Royals and Tigers. Please, you're going to be in the mid-60s for both of you. 65 for the Tigers, 60 for the Royals. And, uh, sorry, no. None of none of these central teams in either division will do that. So, as far as that goes right now, again, on the American League side of things, I have the Astros at 1, the Guardians at 2. The Guardians is the 3 seed. And then, of course, we get to the end. Oh, and the wild card spots being Seattle and the Angels. So there's really one more spot left to fill. Which means let's go to the Eastern Divisions. In the NL East, I rode. I rode the Phillies. Then I switched to the Mets. The Mets had that lead until the final week of the season. And then they blew it with the Braves, and then lost to the Padres in the wild card round at home when you had Scherzer and DeGrom on the mound in both those games. And then you had Zach Wheeler in game three. So, okay, this time around, maybe my luck will change here for New York. I'm going both New York teams in these Eastern divisions. I'll start with the Mets first. They're going to get 93 wins. 
The Braves will get 90 wins. And... Yeah, they will get 90 wins. So they will end up being the 5 seed in the National League playoffs. I think the Braves will be the 5 seed again. Then the 6 seed will go to the Cardinals. Sorry about the noise in the background for the people listening on audio. The point is, here we go. I'm going with the Mets to win the division. So they're going to be the 3 seed. I've got the Padres as the four, Braves as the five, and the Phillies as the six. So that's how that's going to go this time around. So again, for the National League side of things, one more time. I got the Dodgers as the one. Yeah, the Dodgers as the one. The Mets as the two. And the Cardinals as the three. The four seed, I've got the Padres. The five seed, I've got the Braves. And the six seed, I have the Phillies. So that's the playoff picture right now in the National League. And then in the American League, I have... Well, actually, let me get to the AL East. Sorry, I'm trying to battle the... uh, Trying to do the background noise here. I'm trying to do the back, trying to fight the background noise here. But for the AL East, the Yankees win that division again. Yeah. Yeah. The Yankees do that, win that division again. But this time they get 100 wins. They will not get 103. I think they'll get 102. So you got, so yeah, sorry, I'm battling this, hold on, time out, let me take a drink here, I don't know why I'm freezing here, okay, anyway, let's get to the AL East, sorry, I've got, I've got the background noise, I'm trying to battle that. For the AL East, I've got the Yankees winning it with 104 wins. So that'll be they will be the one seed. Houston will be the two. Cleveland will be the three. The other AL East teams, there's only going to be one team from that division that will make the playoffs for the wild card, and it will be Toronto. They will have 96 wins. So 96 for Toronto. 92 for Tampa Bay, 75 for Boston, and 69 for Baltimore. So that is your win total. Again, for the AL East, one more time. I have the Yankees winning at 104 wins. Toronto will have 95. Tampa will have 92. Boston will have 75. And Baltimore will have 72 wins. So again, to repeat the playoff picture one more time as of now. Now, as a disclaimer, I have the right to change this at the All-Star break. 
and the trade deadline. So I got two other mulligans waiting on for me later this year. But as of now, this is how I see it. The Dodgers will get into the playoffs as the one seed in the National League. The two seed will be the Mets. The three seed will be the Cardinals. The four seed will be the Padres. The five seed will be the Braves. And the six seed will be the Phillies. In the American League, I have the Yankees as the one. The Astros as the two. The Guardians as the three. The four seed, I do have just for optimism, well, not optimism purposes, Seattle as the four, the Angels as the five. That is pure optimism. That might change come July. But I got the Angels as the five, and then in the sixth seed, I have the Toronto Blue Jays sneaking in as the final team to make it in to the American League playoffs. So there's your recap there. I'm sorry for battling with the uh, background noise here in the studio, but that is your recap there. That's your baseball preview. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. I'll see you guys later on in the week. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. You can search this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can also listen or you can also watch this show on Rumble, either by downloading the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Stores, or you can watch it on Rumble.com on a desktop computer. Just search for the username ADGERKE. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely podcast. On top of it, like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the Rumble algorithms. Don't forget you can follow this show on uh, you can follow this show on Facebook. I almost said Podbean again. You can follow this show on Facebook. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can search for the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can follow this. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Austin Spamonti. That's A U S T I S P A M A N T I, or the hashtag. The Austin's Audit Podcast. Again, that's hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. And then follow yours truly on Twitter for post episode interaction at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post episode interaction. With that, I'm logging off. Again, as a programming reminder, this right now is Tuesday, February 17th, but this episode will not be released to you guys until midnight on Saturday morning. So with that, have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you for listening to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke, and you've been listening to the 2023 MLB Season Preview. Have a great weekend, everybody.